0: Oh, Oh, you came in hot. You came in hotter. Okay. We have an incredible guest. We have the wonderful, the amazing, the extremely talented Drew Drogi. someone that I have been watching for years. Oh my and gosh, I was so totally. excited to get to talk to them again.
1: And you know, we just did a lot of good
0: chit chats. It was a chit chatty episode, but it was fun. And we learned a lot about Drew. More we about We talked Drew. about Halloween. We talked about Hollywood. We talked about uh,
1: acting projects. And then we listened to a bunch of fun voicemails and get Drew's perspective on how people fuck and why it's bad to throw away your mattress. Or how it's challenging to throw away your mattress. How are you getting that mattress? Oh, it must have been a twin. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, stay tuned to figure out what the hell we're talking about.
0: Goodbye! You little cum dumps. Forever! (coughs) Dog!
1: When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom,
0: you you end up up
2: with us. us.
0: Our number is 213-536-9180. 3, 3, Our email is sloppy secondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Oof. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> no, no. Ball. That one hurt. <laughs> that actually I heard something pop. I feel like maybe I'm a doubt. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? I'm Big Dipper. That's Meatball. Welcome back no, to Sloppy way. Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I <laughs> that was so chaotic wait a minute <laughs> that hurt you you
1: felt the pressure from adele releasing her new song and you were like i've gotta try it no and remember then all of she sudden... was on
0: stage and she like had a vocal cord pop or whatever and no. then she had, yeah a long time ago and then she had surgery and she was worried she was never gonna sing again well maybe our guest knows about that yeah maybe we can ask our guest about maybe we'll that. ask our guest
1: maybe our guest is an adele historian or i'm just really putting I a lot like maybe of maybe you're just making this up i have no idea I, well,
0: who knows yeah Check All right. me on it. our guest is an incredible actor, writer, voice actor, a comedian, and a queer icon. It's Drew Drogi. Hi,
3: kids. How's it going? Hi.
0: Hi.
3: I I don't know this about Adele, but uh, I mean mm. I I I adore her, and I you really call
1: yourself her. gay?
3: I know I'm <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I really need to go into a deep dive of Adele's vocal cords in order yes. to be a proud member of the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah, you got to know take their, their card away.
2: yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> um, I wonder where that started. That phrase "take your your gay card away." I wonder what that. I don't know. Yeah, because we. I
1: don't- to take it away, someone had to give it to
3: you. First. Right, exactly. It had to be handed to you at some point. And then <laughs> who gives it to you? And then at what point is it is it taken away? And then there are things you're like, and I don't is know. Is it laminated?
1: I have a sticker on the back of mine. But I think that was just because my mentor was feeling fresh that day. And put a little sticker on it. I want a new picture
0: on, on mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I look awful. Well, yeah.
1: You got yours when you were, what, nine? So, of course, you look
3: awful. <laughs>
0: so young how
1: are you we we just said before we started recording we haven't i i haven't seen you in
0: truly years it has been years which is i saw you recently at the grinder event that you were hosting we did a grinder event forever ago i was it wasn't for pride was it what was that for it was for pride it was for pride at akbar it was in june Oh um, yes, it was Pride Month, but it was still, everything was still kind of closed, half open, we didn't know the it rules. Was, it was in
3: that weird window, we're like, we're back! And then we were just like hanging out without masks on for the, you know, those couple weeks in June, July, when we thought we could do that, until Delta came back with a raging hard on for us <laughs> so you know um gosh those were the days
1: i know oh. did you did you flourish and that we're not going to do a lot of pandemic talk but I no just haven't this seen is you it so long i'm just curious that's did all you, i want
3: to talk about did I don't you f-
1: <laughs> i'm just curious if you flourished in the sort of is, iso, ha, isolation 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 Thank but
3: you. i like I well, isolation isolation <laughs>
1: Did you, like, was that fine for you to be, like, alone and, like, working and, like, it just was, sort of
3: being? It was, on a very selfish level, kind of great for a while for me. Like, I really enjoy. I mean, like, I was living in pure terror
4: with sure. COVID
3: and Trump and all that. And, uh, you know, are we all going to, are we all going to, you know, leave this earth and, you know, miserable and alone? But... I also just got a lot of sleeping and movie watching done. And yeah. I didn't really write, I didn't really create that much at all. I mean, you know, I was not a very, I was not creative in this time, but I was kind of unapologetic about it. I was like, I just didn't, feel, I wasn't inspired and I wasn't yeah. putting pressure mm-hmm. on myself. And I also wasn't, you know, it's like, as as you both know, when you go out in LA, and it's it's great, but sometimes it's so <laughs> overwhelming. Where every time you run into people, and they're like, "What are you working on? What are you doing? What's your yeah thing? Oh. And, it was, and it's just like, nice this "I'm to just sleeping. Go, finally, I'm exactly, <laughs> <just> staying alive. <laughs> yeah. I'm staying alive, and I'm just doing what I want to do. And if I want to make a cocktail at 5 p.m., or I want to, you know." Watch Lawrence of Arabia today because I've never seen it and always claimed to have seen it. That's what I'm going to do today. (laughs) And that's going to be called, that's my education, that's my day, that's my life. And no apologies. So then, you know, for me personally, like it was like 2021 was weirdly harder because it was like, we're back, we're not back. We're working, we're Mm -hmm. not working. It was, it's felt very, you know, it's getting better, but it's been very, it's been, it's been frustrating on that level. Like last year was terrifying. And this year feels more stupid. You know, we're yes, just kind of going yes, like, yes. Like, like, let's just. What are we doing? And yeah, done
0: with this. It's just annoying.
3: Well, I, I don't know is, the
0: rules. Everything's confusing. You're asking yes. me to do a lot of stuff at home that, like, I can't do. Like, all right, that I don't know how to do. It's right. so confusing.
3: And I need to be around people in order to do what I do. I mean, in, yes. order to create, in order for me to write. I have to be around people and listen to people and listen to how. I mean, so much of what I write and create is a, is. Gay people, I need to be right. around other, other gay people than me to r- listen to how they talk and, how we, and what are we talking you're, about? And yeah, you're what's I'm improvising, the news?
1: improvising in the mirror with a tape recorder, like it's, trying to be like, How rough. does she talk?
3: <laughs> well, my wait. wigs and I, yeah. I have a whole show. The <laughs> well, way. I'm sure I can only imagine
1: the shows you did in the bathroom to so you, yourself, and you. Um, But this is interesting. There's a big conversation obviously happening in LA, but I think in a lot of places about um, like working conditions, obviously, you know, the IATSE strike and, 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 you know, we in this modern day, I was just, I had a very busy weekend. I was running around, I shot a music video. And as we were driving home, we, I was with my friend and we like ordered food on my phone to like be delivered to my apartment. And it sort of like landed at the same time that we did. And we were like, perfect. And I was like, what did people do five years ago? And I was like, relaxed and cooked a meal and didn't book themselves from moment to moment and work 16 hour days. And like, we we've just gotten to this point where if we're not doing something constantly all day long, we feel like we're lazy. Like right, the concept, yes.
3: yes. The we concept of laziness points. is like fake, right? I know. Oh, and absolutely. Also, I think we give ourselves points for being busy. It's right. like when you run, yeah. out, you're like I'm so busy, I've got so much going on, and that means like, oh, you're, yes. oh, and you're and so I'm important.
0: So, <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm so g- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so important. <laughs> but I'm guilty of it too. I'm like, I, right. I, I hear myself doing it, and I'm like, why is that? you know, I don't know. Cause I mean, I, I genuinely like being busy. I like, it's a thing for me. I, I love what I get to do and I like to do it a lot. And then I like to be social and, I, and then I like to, but I also love like yesterday I had a day on my couch and I'm getting caught yes. up on succession and I've never been more happy. And I'm like, yes, take those days, take that time and don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel like you have to constantly be like putting things out there because it's just sort of like, you know, we, we, we have one life, and we need to be sleeping and relaxing and and Very enjoying right. enjoying moments, not just wolfing down meals to run <laughs> to the next thing. Well, and that's the time. thing all oh. of
1: those all of those apps and services that make it possible for you to stream whatever you want, order whatever you want, whatever those things those are services that are sort of like built to like help you be more relaxed and like listen right. to a meditation on your phone or whatever but because we can do all of that we're like i'll do the meditation while i'm driving and i'll order the oh, food while i'm working completely. and then if I'll do, you're like no that's that's actually and me. i'll order
3: i'll order the food and then i'll watch the little cartoon car <laughs> on its way to deliver to me and i'm like constantly checking in where's my food where's my food and you're like calm down bitch they gotta cook it <laughs> they, gotta, gotta pick they it have to up. make it Sometimes they have to drop up someone else's food cuz
0: it's yeah. dinner time for someone else. You know what Postmates just added? Yeah, but that person can fuck themselves. Now, <laughs> Postmates just added an option where you can pay like an extra dollar 25 and they're like your meal is priority. It'll be dropped off sooner. Oh. And so I'm always clicking that cuz I don't have an hour and a half to wait.
3: I have a dollar 25. Yeah, that's, I guess,
2: that's
0: 25 what well I got.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I I think I think I have definitely there are some collaborators that I'm working on different projects. I, I haven't quite learned this lesson from the pandemic. But some of the people I'm working with have learned that lesson of they're coming back into projects and they're really setting a boundary. They're really going like, hey, just so you know, I don't work on Sundays anymore. So even though that's your day to like catch up on your outside pro, don't email me. I'll get you back on Monday. And I I sometimes I find that frustrating on the receiving end, but I always go. I respect it. I, I wish I, I know, could I do know. it. Yeah, people we'll have boundaries,
0: Dipper. People know how to say no. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm. I'm trying. At 44 years old, I'm trying to learn how to say you better work. You know, because it's it's tr- it's tricky. Because I think a lot of us too, as as independent contractors, we're like, we got to take work whenever it comes. Yeah, yeah. There's those times, and we and you know. All three of us know this when you're like, there are going to be days you're going to just have three gigs and you're going to have to yes, it work. absolutely. Because you're going to go two weeks without a job. And so right. those three, <laughs> that one Sunday that you're working, you know, for 16 hours or whatever is, you know, got to stretch out for some Choose time. the day.
0: But that's it. There are
3: also times you have to learn to just get, say, you know what, I, I'm I'm going to say no or I'm going to say yes with boundaries. And I right. think Yes. That has to be, you know. Understood now because you know there did you know there was the work day. You would never think to call someone back in the days of landline landlines. Oof. You would never think to call someone, you know, at eight o'clock at night with a yes. work related thing. But Correct. now emails come in at midnight, they'll come in all the time and you're like, I gotta answer this right away. And I try to tell myself that too. Like at night, I'm like, just save the message, get to it tomorrow. It's nice. Yeah. Right. You know. And it's it- fine. You know, you'll get to it when you get to it. And, yeah, you're
1: and, busy watching Lawrence you know, of
3: Arabia. Thank you. What happens in that movie? Yeah, what is that oh, movie about? Okay, so it's four <laughs> hours long. So and the first minute. Oh no! Minute. Um, yeah, it's actually wonderful, and I it made me cry, and it's a classic for a good reason. I mean, I watched it on my laptop. I'm like, I would like to see it in a theater because it's a it's a stunning movie. But no. you know. It's something I never would take the time to watch if, it, if we weren't in a pandemic. Absolutely. It is,
0: it is four hours. You know. You know what it's, else is four hours? The what? first episode of Dracula. Now, I what? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know are you into like scary movies? Are you into ooky, spooky stuff? Because it's Halloween times. Said, yes,
3: I love scary movies. I, did
0: you go see the new Halloween?
3: I did. I did. And I. Did y'all see it?
0: No. I, I saw seen. it.
3: Okay. I had a blast. I thought it was so much fun. It was yeah. so insane. I mean, I
0: not, somewhere along the way, I think I lost the plot because I didn't. oh, I know. <laughs> so oh no, that's
3: what I'm saying. There is no, I, I don't. There's
0: nothing I, I'm makes right sense, there with you. but it's great. It was no. so
3: fun. There's no other than the very first Halloween. Yeah.
2: There's
3: no really good Halloween movie, and I love them all. Like I love <laughs> yeah. the story. That there's no. I mean, if you try to follow. Talk about explaining. It's easier to explain Lawrence of Arabia than it is to explain <laughs> Michael Myers through those 12 movies because it's like they re- they reinvent the mythology every he single movie. He n- gets
0: new magical powers, then they take him yeah, away, he's, then he's, he's great again, he can live yeah, in space, it's wild. He's a superhero now. Yeah. Like,
3: like, they literally say that in the new he movie. He can They're basically like, fly. He's more than human now, like yeah. he's beyond, he's got some other, which you're like, oh, good to know on movie 12. Um, you know, <laughs> is but- <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis in the new one?
0: Yeah. She
3: is. She's in a hospital bed the entire time. So she's not. She said, I'll give you three days of shooting. That's the dream. Can't you wait to be at the Jamie Lee level where you're just like, I'll take my, you know. $5 million i'll sit in a bed with my benjamin franklin wig
0: and i'll roll around a little bit and then
3: thank you um and she deserves it my god she built the franchise i mean you know she yeah she did absolutely that. didn't create it
0: b- but she left the franchise for a little bit and then came mm. back right she was very much like i'm right. not gonna do this She's and, then- and come
3: back you know yeah. a lot and she was very open with this new um trilogy that she was like it's great money you know, yeah. <laughs> um but then they had to set up for the final, the the one that comes out next year. So it's a lot of it's it's definitely in the movie in the middle, so it's just focused on the kills. Uh here's a hot take, and I know a lot of people have their issues uh-huh. with what happened in it with there's because there's there's a gay couple in the movie that you mm-hmm. know that I um that a lot of people were like are having issues with because it's like, you know, oh you know. I it's well first of all it's Mike McDonald, the genius of Mike McDonald. Oh my god. And <laughs> another named. <laughs> Scott MacArthur, and he was like, I thought it was my friend Hayes MacArthur, but then I was like, I guess he has a, a, a brother, because they I, they must be the same. So anyway. That's crazy. And, yeah, because I was like, that's Hayes. They must be and the I, same. And I looked they, it up, and they, I was like. They man, must, must be gay. They, <laughs> I guess people have brothers. That's uh, like weird. Like me. Uh, but anyway. Um, so I loved the inclusion of a stupid, bickering Trashy gay couple. I love that. It real, who doesn't it? I knew and, them. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and of course, a gay couple would buy Mike, Mike, Michael Myers' house and re and, and gentrify it. I've, that felt so funny to me that, like, you know, who would buy Michael Myers' house? Oh, this bougie gay couple that's gonna paint the walls all like midnight blue and it's gonna have Anne Murray records. And it's, <laughs> I mean, like, I loved that because. You know, I love that it showed, like, here's what a neighborhood looks like in 2021, and the gay people are just as bumbling and idiotic as as the straight people are. And I thought that was I, – I enjoyed that inclusion. I was not offended by that at all. I was like, but it's you, a Michael Myers movie.
0: Yeah, a lot of people were upset by that, but it also reminded me of how people got so upset about the gay couple in It, where they were – but I think it's a little different because that couple got gay-bashed different. right off the bat. Yes. Which I was kind of like, that eh, kind of let them
3: live. <laughs> Uh, yes, and it, I, and also in it, it had nothing. It was just so. It was literally just to be like, "Hey, watch us kill ever some fags. And so yeah. that I thought that was a pro, That was problematic to me. I was like, I don't want to see. And also, it is so gritty, and even I. Yes, I know it's about a clown that you know haunts your dreams and turns lives into in a sewer. Sounds like but, me. <laughs> but still, there's something about it that does feel more gritty and real on mm-hmm. some level, or like genuinely. Whereas Halloween is like it's. Michael Myers it's so a kid like,
0: it's a little boy
3: yes and I, <laughs> and I guess maybe because I've loved it since I was you know a child and I've you know lived with these movies all my life so it's like I sort of am like it it, it feels more like a ride it's like a theme park mm.
0: ride yeah than it is absolutely like, you know, I have never so.
1: seen any of the films in the entire franchise how about
0: the oh Let's you take... do not like scary oh and on that we're, we're gonna <laughs> take a break take on a that break. <laughs> off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50
1: at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
0: That's a slay, baby.
1: And
0: we're back.
1: She's the note is so high we can't even hear. We it. We couldn't in even headphones. hear it. It just yeah, hit those dog tones. I
0: it's was just, giving Arianti Granti. <laughs> That's right. I was hitting no, the whistle tones. Arianti Granti.
1: Arianti <laughs> Granti. I've said it before on this podcast. I don't do well with scary movies. It makes me. I do get the shiver me timbers. I do come home and look. You know, in the closet where there's no possible Ugh. way a human could fit. Uh, but I'm like, no one be a better be in here. Like, I really do get freaked out. So I, for me, Halloween is about the fun costumes and, of course, the candy.
3: I love sure. The candy. Sure. I love all that, too. I love yeah. Halloween. I mean, I think it's just. It was my favorite holiday as a child. And, you know, oh. obviously, I made it. We made it our lives. So
0: it's like, you know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we did make it our lives. We get dressed I up all the time. I do love a little dress up. I was trying yeah. to explain to someone, they were like, Halloween's coming up. Aren't you so excited? You get to, like, dress up and da-da-da. And I was like, Mama, I dress up <laughs> no,
3: three times no, a week. Exactly. It's
0: literally no. the mo- I don't want to on Halloween. No,
3: it's no, I, we made Halloween our life. So now yeah. it's work. It's going to the office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So it's just a thing. Where it's like, I, I have a thing. I'm like, unless there's an audience or a paycheck I'm not getting in a costume. Like, make me walk around a party in a costume. I've done it. I, right. I, I, yes.
1: So much. You've done it when no one You've else lived, is in a costume. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
3: You've lived that fantasy. And so I think that's, and it's something that, like, I enjoy watching other people. Like, it's always, it is tricky for me at Halloween parties because I'd rather just be in the corner, like a fly on the wall, and see other people having fun. I love seeing people in their costumes. I never come up with a Halloween costume idea because it's always like, I don't, I, I, I'm always putting on costumes Same. for other things. And so, and Halloween's different. It's not like you're doing drag and are going, here's my persona, here's my or the character that yeah. I'm playing. It's like, I'm, you know, it's like a concept. And so you have to go up to people and go, I'm a broken cell phone or whatever. And, it, and you know what I mean? It's yeah. a thing, it's an idea. And so people go, oh my God, how clever, you know, or whatever. Or yeah. I'm this character from this TV show or whatever. So,
0: you're not trying to entertain the room. So, right. you're so just my, living in that costume.
1: My favorite costumes are always when people do like a turn of phrase, like a needle in a haystack or like, right. something like that. oh, yes, like, yes, those yes, 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 yes. Are and my... I never think
3: like that. And so I'm always blown away when people do because that's not how my brain works. And so I'm right. like, wow, that's brilliant. And you just keep discovering new little nuances in their costume, their look, and they have spent all year working on it. Right. I love seeing that. I will never be that person. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm too lazy and tired to do that, but I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. and, and they're and they're always
1: them, like, yeah. um, they're always like old Southern ladies sitting on a porch drinking lemonade, <laughs> lemonade phrases, like, like, you oh, know, sure. like, Oh, like a pig and shit. And that's your costume. You know, it's like always like a, you, Can you know, imagine
3: if someone walked up at a party as a pig and shit, I'm sure yeah. they've done it. I'm I was sure at that party I- last week.
1: Ah, yeah, <laughs> it's a whole fetish thing.
0: Oh, gross! All right, all right.
3: I got to go. <laughs> I
0: got. It. I don't okay. like
1: that. When you were growing up, where, like, what was your trick or treating method? Were you like really into that, or was it more about the
3: costumes growing up? Um, I, I was way into my costume as a child because it Ooh. was my time to dress up. And I remember when I was, I was three or or four. I mean, I was very young, and I was obsessed with Kiss. I didn't. I didn't know their music. I didn't know anything, but I saw them on TV, and I loved that look. I loved the tongue and the. the it was drag in a way. Yeah. I was, like, and I loved it so. And I loved monsters. So there's a picture of me when I am three or four years old. Dressed as Gene Simmons from Kiss.
0: Oh my God. And
3: everyone else oh all, 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 all the like, That's yes, young. I was so young. <laughs> that's and all different. my other friends, everybody else was like, a ghost, or like a skeleton, or like, I'm a cute little pumpkin. And I was full-on with the tongue. And I was in it. And then I was always villains. I love to play the villains. And still Ooh. my life oh. what I do is like, in my career. But like I did um Ming from Flash Gordon. Okay. Yeah, I was Ming uh, one year, because that was 1980. It was the Uh hottest movie. So that was, I was also young when I did that. Um, What else did I do? I was, I I, uh, I don't, I was uh, obsessed with Freddy Krueger, but I don't, think i ever did freddie but like that was always in the world that was always like what monster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and was it
1: like you would make them at home like family made homemade crafting or like yeah, you my, would buy them my
3: mom would make them my mom would do them and i and and i had a real push pull because also <laughs> i had that thing where i wanted the store-bought costumes like that right thing was like, yeah you know and i was, that like, was, luxury. was like i'm gonna make it and my mom would my mom isn't it is amazing my mom's like, A designer and she could sew and like she would make these amazing costumes and when I did community theater in um high school my mom was always doing like sets and costumes and stuff for that and so my mom was really great at that and I didn't appreciate it as a child because I was like (laughs) I want the store-bought thing but what they had at the store was never what I wanted and then they didn't have Gene Simmons you know (laughs) well I had to do you know
1: yeah that's always the thing it's like if your parent is like a chef making you like like amazing food, like fresh, beautiful salads. But you're seven years old. You're like, yeah. I only want to eat McDonald's and Oreo cookies, please, exactly. and
0: chicken exactly. nuggets. <laughs> yes. And you're like, are the I
1: worst. want this Children awful are truly the worst. Superman Stop. costume from Walgreens that's made out of cheesecloth and disintegrates the moment
0: it gets See, like. Yes. I wish my mom would have made me costumes. I was always in the store bought costume. And some years it would be like it would be the same. My, my I would just get into my brother's costume from uh, the year uh, before. Uh. <laughs> It is would he, be like a hand-me-down. Yeah. Well, he's like seven months older, so we were uh-huh. pretty much the same size and same everything. So he would just be like, all right, now this year you're the blue Power Ranger. And last year uh-huh. he was the blue Power Ranger. But it'll work. You'll be fine. You'll love it. And I was always like, I want to be the pink Power Ranger. Of course. Said, I never got the good one. You know,
2: she
1: said, I Ooh. saw you got that Not my house, you guitar. tiny little faggot. No. Okay. <laughs> <Huh. laughs> Yeah, I remember.
0: And so, pig and shit parties, <laughs>
1: problematic. I went as um often when I would because I never had any foresight. I never was like dreaming of a costume. So then it was like, yeah, one year I did Dracula, you know, like whatever or vampire. But I did many, many years as a hobo because I would just put on my dad's sure. clothes, tie a bandana on a stick, and like black out one tooth. You know, that's a costume you can sort of come up with. Really yeah, you quickly. could get that
0: done in one day, right? And like
1: just by raiding, you know, your, your father's closet. So I did that a lot. But the thing for me, the focus was the trick-or-treating and was the candy I remember coming back home and me and my sister would lay out all of our candy on the dining room table and organize it, by things, and then we would trade. And we would, you know, like, if she liked more Tootsie Rolls versus, you know, like, we would just trade. No one ever wanted the little tiny roll of Necco wafers. Like, no one wanted. Like, why
3: are people doing that? Horrifying. Those were (laughs) Gross. They were like zinc tablets. It's like, why do you want
1: that? (laughs) And we did have – I did have some like older neighbors in the neighborhood who were handing out apples and homemade peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And that was also really at the time when it was like razor blades and drugs, like check to make sure that like your kids aren't getting like drugged and cut up with their candy. So we would like – You know that never
3: happened. Did you know that? Like that was never – that never happened. It was just 80s propaganda. I blame Nancy <gasps> Reagan. I blame the month uh, oh, that was Nancy I didn't Reagan. know
1: that that never yeah, happened. Yeah, it
3: was never. all 80s. It was all paranoia that they were like, the razor blades. Because the 80s like, was know. when
0: Stranger Danger was that like full yes. effect.
3: Yes. See? So those sweet people were genuinely making you peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which is gross, and I don't want them either. <laughs> but there was, I mean, I guarantee you they were not razor blades in there. Right. Also, think about the logic. I mean, think. I mean, again, I know there are Horribly sick people out there in the world, but the logic of like, a, a, of like some sort of witch, some literal witch, right, giggling <laughs> over a cauldron, putting things in and being like, they mo- they'll be hurting out there somewhere. Like they don't even right. get to like,
0: yeah, they don't get the it. joy of seeing it happen. Yeah, they got to see the child. From suffer. my
3: understanding,
0: these sick people <laughs> like to watch it happen. Yeah, and of it. <laughs> and the- if I know anything about torture. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh my god
1: yeah like that was really a thing and growing Wait, but up
0: in your neighborhood yeah. did you have the people that just put the bowl out and it would say like uh-huh. take one we we went out super early one night and our neighbor had that bowl out and so either they put it out empty and were are just pretending like they put candy out
2: love that
0: or someone literally came along the minute they put it out and emptied it out but like i just have always uh, yeah I always thought that that was them just like being like, we're not going to buy candy and we don't want you ringing our doorbell. So let's just pretend like we did. It's a scam. It's (laughs) a (laughs) scam.
1: But I think that propaganda really has influenced it because now trick or treating is like, it you go you drive to a parking lot mm-hmm. they do it like tailgating you like drive to a parking lot or to a park and people open their trunks and it's daylight like on a saturday or something like that or a sunday or early in the evening after school and they like walk around from trunk to, because they like don't go see your neighbor don't meet people in the neighborhood don't like i feel like there's very little actual trick-or-treating happening anymore so and sad to me. It sucks that the lesson that we've learned from trick-or-treating is to be scared of our neighbors and to not engage in the neighborhood.
3: Right. So. Yes, because shagree. it just creates, it, cr- it creates more fear, more division, yeah. more, it just, it, it does the opposite of what, like, we got to protect ourselves and protect what's ours. And it's why we're in the problem that we're in right now. Like, get to know your neighbors. And that's one thing I will say was good. About pandemic, because I did get to know my neighbors a lot. Yeah, there, oh. I didn't know because in LA you don't really get to know your neighbors. Right. Yes, and the well, same and- when
0: I was living in New York. You, I lived in New York in the East Coast, and <laughs> I lived in a, the same building for like six years, and I never once spoke to the people that lived right next door to me. If I yeah. saw them in the hallway, I'd be like, mm, "Close my door, like right, I'll wait right. for you to leave the building, and then I will leave the building." Oh my god. <laughs> That is so funny,
1: but we all—why do we have that in us? I don't know.
0: I don't know, but now I'm like great friends with the people in my neighborhood, like down the street from me. Like I'll let them come over and watch the cats when I'm gone. Like it's wonderful.
3: And then there's this fear of like rejection or I don't know, but it's also like it's so it's on just on a basic survival level. It's really smart. Like if something fucked up is happening in your building or in the neighborhood, you can call the person. And calling a person you've never talked to in six years, it's hard. It's like going, right. hi, I'm Drew. I live next door. Yeah. We've each other. I've waited for you to leave. I mean, all, I've done that <laughs> I've hidden from you on many yeah. occasions. And I think a lot of it is just a thing of like, I don't want to get, it's like, I just going to take care of me and mine and what I need to do. And I don't mm-hmm. really know. And I don't know. It's, it's, it is very, it's um very strange. I think too, like. You don't you know, you do have to have boundaries. And with some people you're like, you know, just because we live next you know, and we're in the same building or the same neighborhood, we don't have to be best friends. We don't have to talk every time we see each other. But like, you know, say hi. Just yeah. you know, just it can be, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, here's here's my thing. I moved into a new place recently. I'm in the place right now. Um, I think when I have my windows open on a nice day, everyone can hear everything. Oh, yeah. And all we do is record this podcast from home. And I just say, filthy. Disgusting things about my sex life that I'm happy yeah. to put out in a public way on the internet. Of course, but but not, somehow but I think for of people the who person who to hear
0: it, yes, those people are zacking out what the you're saying.
1: Twelve feet from my apartment outside this window, is I'm like, and then I'm punching his puckered butthole, and they're like, "That person up in that apartment is insane." And so part of me is like, keep my head down, just walk to the car.
3: Well, they're just jealous. <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't know. So during the pandemic, I was doing all these digital drag shows from home and my drag room is faces out but like there's a huge there's trees so I didn't think anyone could see in but I was out <laughs> doing something on the street and someone walked by and I was like in half drag and they're like oh another meatball production we like watching through the window and I was like no and she was like <laughs> oh, we love wow. the wallpaper you put up I was like no so now <laughs> windows always closed Yeah, she got quiet because I don't need them hearing or seeing
3: well you kind of want that on your terms so you don't have yeah. like, yes. a little bit of control in that way you want to be like I will I will Allow this when it's fully done, and I and people are either logging on, buying a ticket, whatever. Then it's open for business. But watching how
0: it's made is is no good. It's a lot of me just being like,
3: "This is terrible. I want to leave." Right, and it is very. It's a very vulnerable feeling of like someone's been watching me, and I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, very
3: rear window and, and and why I have no interest in being like really famous like that just would be horrible for that oh reason. my god, god. truly I it just seems like
0: people cry helpful.
1: Um, let's take a quick break and we will be right back Bye.
0: and we're back Ooh, see i don't know something's wrong with my voice i went
3: out and then in and then out again
0: Ooh, Mm -hmm. just how i like
3: it kind of like you punching a (laughs) puckered butthole
0: thank you thank you for the callback
1: speaking of comedy callback and genius let's let i know we said we don't want to talk about what are you working on but let's talk a little bit about you being hilarious and funny and great and involved in so many iconic pieces of entertainment
0: we wanted to talk about all, like, everything, all of your um, projects that you've been working on and been a part of, because your voice pops up on almost every show that I watch.
1: Yes. Oh, awesome. Um, lo- we had, actually, Simon uh, Chong, who is a director on Bob's Burgers, we had on uh, the podcast a while ago, and you pop up all over Bob's Burgers, which is such a fun It's treat. the most
3: fun show to work on, and they're the nicest people, and they're so great to always throw me... These ridiculous I always play terrible care I'm always like oh, men, just women horrible people. They're monster people <laughs> yeah. that just totally fuck with them and it's so much fun. Um and usually in re- the retail space. As, well, that was like a theater. I was like a theater. The theater director,
0: director one at, is incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was
3: so much fun to do that one. That was that was that was a blast.
0: Did you feel is... like you had known that director from doing community theater <laughs> oh, in high school? That was like my dream. I would be happy playing a
3: version of that character for the rest of my life. Like <laughs> self-important community theater directors. I've been that person. I've known that person so many times, but I love that. Really like just the the king of the tiniest kingdom,
4: you know, just like (laughs)
3: someone who's just like, and everything's just so the stakes couldn't be higher because Brigadoon opens tonight, and we've lost our bagpipe player or whatever. (laughs) I love those kind of characters, and they're just they're and they always have horrible internal lives. Everything is falling apart. They always have rehearsal, and that's kind of not unlike me. Like there are times that I'm like, Drew, clean your kitchen. You don't have you know but i'm like i can't i'm i'm busy i've got you know wigs to comb. i'll do that more than like take care you of don't like,
1: comb kind of your wigs things. Don't yeah oh i've had, I've had the to same learn way. to be an
3: adult in a, in a way that i've had to really kind of go all right take care of your life because i that's that's the part of those characters that i fully connect with that i just that i love
1: and do you find it like surprising uh because i assume you record the vocals like far in advance so like when they when they come out, you're like, "Oh shit! Yeah, I remember we did that.
3: How far Oh wait, yes. Yeah, sometimes um, I just did their new show called The Great North. Yeah. Oh, I is, love like, that you know, show. I'm, on, I'm gonna be on that. I think November. My uh, the the, and that was one where we did the table read a year ago, uh. and I thought it just went away. Like I thought they just wrote the part out, or they just didn't. And I, I didn't hear from them all during. And of course, I built up this whole idea, like, oh, they're mad at me, or they don't like me anymore. Oh, I
0: love, me. I love that mental game. Isn't
3: that fun? Isn't that? Yeah, happy?
0: The, the spiral that you set yourself on, and then everyone's yeah, like, it, no, it's great. We just needed time.
3: They also weren't thinking about me. Yeah, those <laughs> years. you know what I mean. They were busy. They had other things going on. But
0: animating I, a full show, my,
3: exactly. The narcissist <laughs> over here is going, oh, they must. I must no longer be in their, you know, in their favor, whatever. But they came back <laughs> a year later and said. So that one I got to watch my animated I got to try to match my animated character which was really Oh. Cuz it was already animated before but usually yeah usually it's way in advance and you don't know even who else is on the show until you <laughs> oh, watch it. You so go, oh that's so funny. Wow. You know. So Yeah, um, he
0: was telling us that they like animate those or they record the voices and then like they animate it for about a year and then it comes out like yeah, a nine year months later or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, 9 yeah. months.
3: It, it can happen that way and then they're actors who, you know, you don't, you just record your lines and they somehow make it sound like you're having a conversation, but, and sometimes they'll have them remote. And sometimes they're in the studio, like on Bob's, like it's usually like half the cast is in LA and half are in New York. And so you're doing the episode and some of the actors are there in the studio and the others are just like, you're hearing on a speaker in New York. Um, But then I've done some, especially during pandemic where I didn't, even see the person. I just did all my lines and then they did theirs and then they put it together. Wow.
1: Wow.
0: So. wow that's
1: really wow yeah. we just did something like that for the podcast we did like a little radio play and a lot of the parts had to be recorded completely separately and it's like building these pieces of the and it's like oh take the word was from their second take and replace it because it actually makes the rhythm sound better wow. the inflection, I, know. It's like, I
3: know it's that's Poor a well. lot of work
1: it's like much Poor easier well. when just two people are in the room together well
3: to because like they're, they're right because they're listening and responding <laughs> naturally versus like <light. laughs> I'm going to stab at, and then they're also, they they do another thing too, where they have you say a lot of different, um, just takes on the same words, like for that reason. So they'll kinda of do it. Now surprised, now terrified, now horny or whatever. And then you can Ooh, kind of word. Oh yeah, sure.
0: Horny. Nah. baby. <laughs> uh,
1: oh sure. Oh, sure. I play, oh, a big horny. Appears. I play yeah. lots
3: of horny characters. Yeah, bullshit.
1: You're like um, retail uh, space and hornballs. That's That's I, where I live. Happy to do
3: it. <laughs> I love Radio Shock and I love fucking uh um, no. <laughs>
1: No, um, <laughs> wait, I want to talk a little bit about Search Party because yes. I just love because obviously Sam Pancake and you, yes. uh, you know, have been friends for a long time. You do a lot of different projects together. Um, and that just felt like such like to me watching that. uh the the two of you sort of pop in as those wedding planners. It just it felt like an internal, like not only like a queer nod, but an industry nod. Just sort of oh. like not only was it just a great moment on the show, but it also kind of felt like an inside joke for the people who know to oh, just like have so the cool two of you that. together do yeah, that.
3: It was it was a dream to get to do that. First of all, I was such a fan of the show before, like in the first two seasons were on TBS, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. it, and. Charles and SV, the the creators and showrunners of that show, were are friends. But I was always just like, yeah. They did a they did a, uh, a movie called Fort Tilden before that that I was obsessed with, and so I was always I would would get around them and be like, "You're genius! Like, what are you?" Doing? <laughs> and that's their show. But it was I I genuinely never thought I would be a part of it. Like, it's one of those things that like you know they're the shows you watch and you go, oh gosh, I really love to be on that show. Yeah. But the first couple seasons were so um they were they were way more like small indie, like gritty right New York, which I love, but I and I'm so flattered when I'm ever get to be in that sort of space. But I usually get cast in the bigger, broader, campier things. Yeah. So when they reached out and said, we have this idea for, for you and Sam, and we were like, oh my God, we are so excited. And they kept telling me like, go bigger. Like because <laughs> I was so like, I want to play this really. And they were like, look at you. You're in <laughs> Old, you're a man. Pounds of makeup. Pounds of and makeup. hair. Like, we were in hair for like an hour. And they were <laughs> ironing out my hair and doing this, you know, for just, you know. And so, um, you know, and Sam and I also, we, we do, we, we're, we're obviously really good friends. And we work together a lot. But we also, we're, we're good together in like, just finishing each other's thoughts of playing the worst gay people. It's mm-hmm. a lot of times we get together. We always, I used to say, we, we get together like every couple of months and have a cunt lunch Uh or or, or as we call it a cunch (laughs) where we just scream at each other. We scream for an hour. I mean, God apologized to everyone that has to sit near us because we just are like, this person did this. And then this, you know, and it's all about like people like, and we're really not like, I don't see it as like gossiping. We're not making up things. We're not saying I don't like so-and-so for this reason. It's usually some weird Business situation, or like right. somebody. Oh, in that.
0: that's just me and Dipper every day. I guess. I yes, was like, "That's you know, what that's, that's like you on this like all this we podcast.
3: do." Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you're kind of like, I can't believe that so and so asked me to do this thing and drive out to so and so. And not pay me, and you get there, and you're waiting in the sun, and then they treat you, yes. and then they're rude to you, and then they cut all your lines or whatever. It's usually, but, like, but then
0: you're like, but I'm happy for the work. But exactly, <laughs> I'll right, like, right. yeah, yeah, do exactly. it, like, but I have
3: to yes. I'm
0: on the road tomorrow to do <laughs> yeah. it again. And but I'm it like, feels hey. good to get that out because if you hold that in and don't exactly. express it to anybody, it's just going to come out later.
3: Amen, and that's exactly what we're doing. It's like a thing where we, have, it's it's very like it's very therapeutic. And so when I think when we're <laughs> when we're cast together. As these people, we get to sort of embody that and play those people Ugh. and get to sort of exercise that demon and say, yes, these are these are these awful, like rich. Because, like, we were an ex couple. There was a lot of stuff in the show that they that we that that did get like cut in different drafts, but we were Republicans also. Oh, no, but, the other thing, but it was like that yeah, we were These like, and we were and we're we used to be a couple, but we we're not together anymore. But we still dress identically, like, we wore matching suits all the time. <laughs> It was just so, it was so bananas. And um,
1: what I love about that show is I do feel like it has, um, in every season, remained true to itself and true to its mission, but it has also taken so many twists and turns and featured so many different people but at the end of the day like you can watch episode one and you can watch the last episode of the most recent season which i think was four right right? Mm -hmm. and you can go like ah this is still the same show it has just evolved over time and that i think is really cool because yes season one being on tbs being more of this sort of like we're just going to follow this one person who's like obsessed with this one thing and then the world right. just expanded so hugely and it's still very real but also so broad i just i'm such a fan I of that i completely
3: agree with you and yeah. i think it's also the thing about like when you give someone a you know their first tv show the parameters are a lot tighter and then they yeah. they trust them more and more right to just go more gonzo and every year it is it's <laughs> almost like you know when an artist like you know and i don't know what she's done in the last you know 15 years but pre 15 years ago madonna which sure. she used okay. to totally it was always still madonna and yeah. reinventing herself but he was like but it still feels like madonna you know in yes. that way and so this and i've heard about what happens on season 5 uh-huh. it is so bananas it's so wild <laughs> yeah. um, i can't wait I'm, I'm not on season 5 but i mean like the guest cast the 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 storylines, it's it, its its crazy. But every season, they kind of blow it up and they think this will be it. Because I was at the rap party for season four and they were all like crying and saying this was so much fun to get to be a part of this. But they thought it was done. They thought it was over.
0: Oh, wow. And then
3: HBO, it was on HBO Max and it was a huge thing. And so then they were like, let's, do more, so they genuinely thought that season four would be it. Whoa, and so, that's crazy! Um, and I think season five is going. To, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak on their behalf. I'm not sure. in charge. of no, that. I don't know. Sense. But I, from what I hear, I'm like, wow, you heard what... it here first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you better like, not all of my friends. Yeah, um, but no, it's like I love that they are so. Uh, first of all, they're so un- unapologetically queer. Yeah, like, in so many different ways, and it's like, and and but I also felt like this last season, like Alia Schaukat and Cola Scola. Fuck. And, and, and like John Early and like, you know, and you had, and then, oh yeah, Susan Sarandon doing the best work of maybe of her career. I, I mean, genuinely think that, yeah, she was you fantastic. know, she was incredible. And they had Ann Dowd. It was like, sure, let's get them. Let's get that. And you're just, it was just, you know, it was a very, it was, it's a very special show. So I was very grateful to have been a part of it. That's and,
0: so great. And, yeah. I love Yeah.
3: That.
1: Um. Okay, well, we're going to take our final break, and then we're going to get into the juicy details for our final segment. Whee! Be right back. We'll be right back.
0: And we're back. It's time for the like... segment we like to call... <laughs> yeah, you got you got barely half a sip in. Fuck Fun Fun
1: talk! Now, we have some amazing voicemails we want to share
0: with you. Ooh. And then okay. you can give us your opinion. Oh, All
1: right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, obviously, we have a, a phone number that we... Uh, uh, put out into the world, and people call in to leave us. It used else. to be just
0: for be for fuck talks, but now it's like they can ask for opinions or they can just tell us something that they need us to know. Okay,
4: great. So these yeah. aren't all fuck talks. Hey, big zipper meatball. Um, this has been eating away at my conscious conscience for like two weeks now. But um, I was in the li- I was in the library on campus. Um, <laughs> hi, I go to college. Uh, I'm on campus. All, all right, all the time. so you're better than um, me yeah and uh I was like just doing my work at my computer and I was just texting not texting but just messaging one of my friends online and it got to the point where she was talking about like one of her sexual fantasies and like I was talking to her about it too and like the back and forth and then it got like a little bit personal and then I got like really really horny but I want you to know that like it was almost like a throbbing painful horny I have a vagina I just want you to know that like it's it, sometimes like you get so horny it. And it got oh my to the god where I I got up so what I did is like I looked around me and nobody no nobody was nobody was in the library at all nobody was in the library I got up there was a wet there was like a slight wet spot on my seat I'm like this is absolutely <laughs> disgusting and then I got up and then I I went to the bathroom and I rubbed one out three Work. times and I came and what's embarrassing about it is um, it's probably one of the most intense orgasms I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm nineteen. That's that's just
0: I oh, you got know, a like, lot more coming.
2: Yeah.
4: Nobody's in the bathroom. If somebody would have walked in I would have stopped. But the thing is I've never done that before and then like um then like two days later I did the same thing and now like I don't want to be known as like the serial bathroom masturbator on campus, because, like, I'm scared like, I never, I'm, like, scared somebody will walk in and, like, I don't know, they'll hear like, macaroni noises from the stall. Like, <gasps> am macaroni, I macaroni, macaroni noises. Like, is what I'm doing bad? Like, I wait till nobody's there. Like, I, I need like, some serious advice on this. Yeah, anyway, bye! Let's unpack it!
1: it!
3: Drew, what do you think? I My advice is, first of all, Go for it. Enjoy, I know. enjoy those great orgasms because yeah, you know, when they happen, just just be proud that your body let you feel that and go through all of that. Mm-hmm. My feeling is like I don't know. I'm obviously not uh, Dr. Sue Johansson, but um never heard. Yeah, can you play her? <laughs> I, I have, yeah, I have actually. <laughs> uh, of course. And uh, I don't know why that's gross. I set that up like no. I here's my thing. I say. You'll get over it. Like do it a couple more times, and then it will lose its luster, and then yes. you start masturbating other places. And like it's yeah, no one else is in there. If it, if that's where you get off, and that's where you have fun, enjoy that you found the pleasure, and and who cares? I mean, oh, because other things or people are doing in the bathroom are so lovely and wonderful, and yeah, sensible. like it's another function of your body. So I, don't, right. I, I think there's no shame in what. It- you're
0: doing. And you're waiting for everyone to leave. It's not like you're doing it as an invitation for more people to come. But if you want to, that's fine, too. Yeah, I feel like what you
1: do in the stall is, like, whatever, right? There's no, like, rule against what you can do by yourself in that stall as long as you're not, like, showing off to people who don't want to see what you're doing. Right, right. Yes. How loud are the macaroni noise? (laughs) That's funny. The macaroni (laughs) noise...
0: (laughs) Wild.
1: i guess i would
0: i guess i would also she say she did say she was so wet she was making the seat wet so well, that's what i There's I a lot of moisture going on
1: if you if you do and then you get up and you leave maybe just keep with you yeah, some sort of paper light. towel or yeah. just something so that someone doesn't unknowingly sit down in your juices and you're wet, that wet. would be my only in your wet wet in your wet wet <laughs> in your wet way, but I would say go off a throbbing vagina at nineteen that make you come real fast in the bathroom off some macaroni. That is an amazing space to be at in your yeah, life.
0: I'm proud Absolutely. of you. Yes.
5: Okay. Here's another one. Redoing the last voicemail, but hi, Big Dipper Meatball. Oh. Um, again, I just came from a cruising experience. It was one of my first times ever doing it. I went to a park near me, um uh, went down the trail. Um, saw some guys, but my question is just what is like cruising etiquette, I guess. Um, I really didn't know what I was doing. I just kinda went towards people in trees and like kinda just like looked around and I sensed that was the vibe, but I also wasn't quite sure. Um, like I said, I did get my dick sucked, which is nice. Oh. But I don't know. I feel like it could have been better, so any advice would be helpful. Thank you. Bye Poppy.
0: You ever cruise? I don't I never know.
3: Have. I'm going to be quite honest. I've never done it. I think mm. it's so hot. Uh, I I totally endorse. It. I think it's great. I've never done it myself. I'm too. I, I I'm just too puritanical in that way. About, mm-hmm. like, I'm just I'm just nervous that I, I that I'd run into someone that I know mm-hmm. or to someone that was like, do you do those videos on YouTube in 2012? <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like I just feel so like. But I have You're like on a that, quiet
1: trail, and someone I, walks past you and just goes, "Love your Chloe." Yeah,
3: I mean, it, yeah, I'm it, sure that it, happens it ha- to you all the time. It happens on the apps in a weird way, and I'm like, I don't mind that, but then immediately we're not sexy, right? It's like exactly. I don't care, but at the same time, I try to not go to that place because it just it's it's like I don't feel at all sexual once we're talking about you know my wigs right. for me. Yeah, that's just my thing.
0: <laughs> and then they come um, over and they want to try
3: them on. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, like, then we're "That's off limits." And then, you whatever. Know, Dicks <laughs> uh, are not getting sucked that night. So, I—I um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess this question was like, could it have? Could it have been better?
0: Yeah, I mean... I, don't, I know. don't know. I mean, it sounds like you did everything right. You just... Yeah, yeah. you got maybe, your dick sucked. The amount of yeah. times you go cruising and you don't and get nothing any Exactly. So maybe just imagine. next time you kind of know the vibe and you'll be a little bit more comfortable. It just sounds like you were nervous. Some so you'll have more confidence.
1: Yeah, some etiquette that feels appropriate to me is like, to me, it's it's not really a talking scenario. I have mm-hmm. been... You know, down a path or around a corner or in an area, and then all of a sudden someone's going, "Yeah, blah blah blah," and you're like, that makes it feel like those people are not there for that. It's like a a whispered tone. Like, obviously, you could like talk to the person, but sort of like, what are you looking
0: to get done? You what, are you, like that? <laughs> what are you looking to get did
1: to get you done? Want... Who do you say that to? I don't you know. I just I don't know. I've never done it. I'm just assuming you that hair these hair are the,
0: hair hair are the conversations. <laughs> Do you want to get your, you do you want your to get hair, hair trimmed?
3: Just keep it tight on the sides and leave it long on top. Yeah. Uh. You're looking for chunky highlights?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking to get done? Well, okay, so then I guess I don't know either. What do you say? You want your dick sucked? No, I don't want do that anything. Dick? Mine is- I unc- don't
3: When I'm- I don't. I'm not. I. 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 As the most verbal person in life, when I'm in sexy times, I'm not verbal at all, and I have Correct. a weird way of. I have a weird way of like expressing what I want. Sometimes, and I, I just recently was like, "What do you want to do?" And I'm like, "Let's just do it. I don't want to talk about. It. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you if I don't like it, or we we'll have uh, yeah. to stop, or uh-huh. or I'll go more here, there. That, but I, I don't really want to be like. Here's a list of things that I want. You know, because then I just Done. feel like we're not. It's not. Yeah.
1: To me that cruise it's eyes, it's like nods, it's eyes, and then the 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 person, you know, it's like if they grab their dick, then I'm like, Great, then I can suck their dick. Or if I what I'll do is eyes, eyes, like a little like a nod hello, and then oh. I will look. At their dick very aggressively, like a stare to show that I want to go to there. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like right, that. Right, right. I think it can all happen in a nonverbal way, but I think if it does get verbal, it needs to be, you know, quiet,
2: mm. low, sure.
1: hushed tones. Especially if hushed you're outside tone. at a park because you don't want to blow up the spot. Right,
0: right, right, right. All
1: right. Here is one more that we've got, Meatball. Which one should I do? The one about the messy or the one about the patronizing?
5: Too, too messy. Okay. Hey, big different meatball. Uh, so I just got done hooking up with this guy. Mm. So normally I actually travel. I hate hosting because I don't like having to clean up afterwards and before. I don't know. I just <laughs> usually prefer traveling. Um, uh, but this one time I hosted and the guy came over and I started fucking him. And then, so I noticed as I was fucking him, like some stuff was starting to come out a little, and it started getting a little stinky. And I was like, well, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to embarrass him. Um, So I kept going. I was like, okay, this isn't too bad. And as I kept going, like, all in one go, a lot came out. And it kind of got everywhere. And I got all over my mattress. And right now I'm actually, like, outside throwing out my mattress. And I'm kind of bummed. Um, But I just want y'all's advice on, like, uh, how to tell a guy, like, hey – Your shit is coming out of you, but I don't want to embarrass him. Um, But I kind of regret not saying anything in the moment. All right, thanks. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) We got that wicked rip. A couple
0: things right off the top. (laughs) Throwing out the mattress? Do you not have a mattress mattress pad that you put on, like you know, like under the sheets? Yeah, that's like not. It doesn't have to be waterproof, but it's like a thick cotton so that nothing can get through. Unless this person was literally gushing. Like Niagara <laughs> Falls. Like a unless it brown. was soaking the doo doo browns. And then two, lay down a towel. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. not doesn't I feel like that's something that everyone does so you don't get lube on the sheet. Yeah. But I guess he doesn't host very often, so he doesn't know the rules, the rules of engagement.
3: Yeah, you want to, yeah, you want to, you have, that's part of hosting is like, you got to, you got to pre-plan, you got to pre, pre-game pre a little bit. Yeah,
1: have a little lube ready, have a towel ready. If but you I use think condoms, it's, I think it's also fun,
3: I, I think it's also, I mean, it's, in your best interest, I mean, in your, your best intentions of like, not embarrassing the guy, like, overall, it got a lot worse, so communication is key. Yes. And you can certainly be like, you know, I get it when you're, and it's, you know, you're in the middle of it, and you don't want to stop, because you're like, oh, no, we, and, but sometimes you have to stop, and sometimes you have yes. to like you know, uh we've got a little bit and and what's also weird to me is like there are two people there, like, cause he can he not smell, and he may not feel what's all happening by there, maybe he,
1: he had not? covid and he lost his taste and smell oh oh oh
0: that's
3: okay,
1: so yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. no, but I think I think you know i here here are things that I have said before, like um maybe you should i think you should uh try to do another cleanup or maybe uh like let's let's take a break and you can go in the shower for a little bit or take it to the shower right but i think i think if, if you feel a little bit if you're like whoa there might be something coming i feel like the person bottoming will be more appreciative if they could scurry into the bathroom and like clean up themselves rather yes, than have the shit the bed moment because that's they, actually less embarrassing in the long haul because they're gonna for have, sure. they
3: literally they didn't have to climb off the bed and they saw what happened on that mattress right. so they're not yeah. just gonna be like Oops. who knows well, who did that bye you know I'm are you Sean, sure Was it wasn't you don't and you shit out of your <laughs> dick
0: <laughs> oh my god so that's more embarrassing for
3: them so yeah. i would just say like communication is really important throughout the entire thing uh, you know, it's it's part of like having like really good sexes, and it is just you gotta yeah. be willing to go, hey, because we all have these human bodies that do yes. these things, and that's there's no, sh- and it's like we and all And you do shouldn't it. shame
0: the person either, no, no, yeah.
3: it's a there's the ability to just, you know say like that's. You know, um, so yeah, and then also he was so. I gotta say, his delivery was so <laughs> casual about throwing out a mattress.
1: I'm actually outside right now, throwing out my mattress. Yeah, I was and like, if
0: you want if you
3: need to be thrown away, yeah. Like, that's also, it, they're heavy; a, they're like hard. To... That's a lot. of yes, it's a heavy thing. <laughs> it's an expensive thing. And then, where are you sleeping tonight? Because it's gonna take a couple <laughs> the days sofa? to
0: yeah bad. Hopefully, he ordered it from Helix.com using the code sloppy, sloppy. for. Ten to fifteen percent, up to two hundred dollars off your first purchase, and Wait, two free we, pillows.
3: Are we doing a commercial right now? <laughs> no, absolutely no, we not. Are. Why are we? We are. Oh well, can I get in on that? <laughs> oh because yeah. no, then money. you'll get your co- no. <laughs> I need
1: a mattress. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, speaking out. of <laughs> speaking of not embarrassing people um I do want to say mepa are you sure you didn't fart on that episode of the podcast everyone's
0: asking if I farted at 901 of the of the episode that we did last week I don't think it was a fart I, okay. I feel
1: like I would have remembered we'll do this will be the last sound item we'll play and then we're gonna wrap things
0: up. Are you gonna play what you think is a fart? I think I just I went. took like uh,
4: ten years of work. A, of a work indeed. Cause I moved to Chicago. Um
0: <laughs> Did you yes. hear that? It does sound a little bit like it a sounds fart. Sounds like
1: you play fart it again. And play then again. you exhale. You 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 do that thing, you no, know. No, but I think f- I went <clears throat> No, I think you went fart.
0: Okay, play it again. Play <laughs> one it again. Although this time. mic wouldn't pick up a fart. Play it again.
4: It took like ten years of about <laughs> work, indeed. Because I moved to Chicago. <laughs> Maybe I did.
3: Anything to say about the fart? What, what, what a beautiful release on both ends. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <Fartcher.
0: laughs> Why wouldn't Will take that out? He takes out every other mouth noise I make. Well, well that one didn't come
3: from your mouth. that <laughs> noise.
0: <laughs> Drew, well,
1: thank you so, thank for this this so much, so much for being here for the show. This was so fun. Yeah, look how
0: yeah, much better cool. we got at hosting. Oh. Look at that.
3: Y'all you were know, great before. I well, don't remember it being, you know, I don't remember it being problematic in the least. Well, I don't
0: remember it. <laughs> I don't
1: either. I don't remember it. I was it, drunk. You know. I how it. does Chloe <laughs> say Halloween?
3: Halloween. Halloween. yes, of course. Yes.
1: Halloween uh, there's, uh, there's, um, <laughs> Marlon Wayans, Dwayne Wayans, and Hollowayans. Keenan Eyeans,
3: the best, the best yeah, wayans. Yes, yeah, Kim, <laughs> Kim, Kim Wayans, of Kim course. Wayans, hands down, the best Wayans. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Uh, Chante cool. Chante Wayans, I love her too. All right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Let's <laughs> r- let's wrap where it could, up, Meatball. Where can everyone find you on the internet? Oh, well,
3: I'm on the Twitter at Drew Drogi. I'm on Instagram Drew underscore Drogi.
0: You know, great. Easy. Drogi spelled D R O E G E, right? That's it. All right. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pods and there's an email at at gmail.com or call in with a fuck talk story to 213 536 9180. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Dirt Meatball or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye. Go watch Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> doodly doodly forever Dog. Oh. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem
1: Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.